Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. The new show that's the talk of the town. You're tuned in with host Donna Lyons for the latest in entertainment plus the most engaging discussions, top actors, musicians, and producers from Hollywood to Broadway. It's all entertainment. Delivering the buzz and the scoop in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Gary Sinise. At the end of your workday, do you know you've made a difference? The Veterans Affairs medical staff do. The doctors, nurses, counselors, and health technicians get to care for perhaps the most deserving of all Americans, the men and women who've served in our nation's armed forces. Visit vacareers.va.gov to find out how you can make a difference, too. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lions Radio Network. I am your host, Donna Lyons, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., right here on the Lions Radio Network. And my groovy co-host today is Linda Van Rankin, who I've known for quite a long time. We are military spouses together. And uh, it's kind of, uh, gosh, Linda, we've been through kind of a lot (laughs) when you think about it. But welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. Well, you know, you and I both love to talk, and uh, I thought it would just be fun to get on here and chat. Everybody's home quarantined and kind of going a little bit stir-crazy. Tell, tell everybody, you're in Arizona, so you're where I am. I mean, I, I assume maybe you're getting decent weather, so it's got to be even harder to stay inside. Um, but tell everybody what's going on on your end. How are you dealing with all this and, um, you know, and your family as well? Well, I'm pretty much dealing with it well because the fact that my husband's still in the military, I do spend a lot of time alone and typically in a state where my family isn't. However, right now I'm in Arizona, my kids are here and my grandchildren. That's the hard part because I am quarantined as I am considered elderly. And so um, <laughs> only, only by age, certainly not by spirit or thought. Um, Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm not having a very hard time with the self-quarantine, except that when they tell me I can't do something, that's when I want to do it. So I want to go out because I can't. <laughs> but I would not risk that uh, for anyone. And so it's, you know, we FaceTime, and um, I'm making food for the kids and um, handing it off to them very carefully. I've got gloves here and all the sanitizer and but I'm keeping my spirits up because, you know, life goes on. You have to take day by day as it comes. I feel bad for the people that are ill for sure. And I, I really hope people are careful because the sooner that they realize that we have to be careful, maybe the quicker this will go away. Well, you know, I am all for a full lockdown of the United States, just a full lockdown for two weeks where nobody can go anywhere. And if you do, you get arrested. (laughs) I mean, honestly, because I was thinking about this, I was driving in the car and I was thinking, okay, so I'm self quarantined for what eight days say. And I 
need something from the store. It's necessary. So I get in the car, I go to the store. Somebody affects me at day eight. Now, it doesn't hit me until I'm out of quarantine. So you got like five more days that they say, you know, there's the incubation period. And all of a sudden now I'm infected, but they take me off the two-week quarantine. I mean, this is a vicious cycle. Exactly. You don't know when and where you're going to come across someone, even with food delivery, because I'm having food delivered and Amazon and that sort of thing. And I look like I'm out there spraying. I've got the gloves on. I'm wiping down (laughs) each and everything. I'm putting vegetables in vinegar and water. It's, um, It's quite different. And, of course, wine doesn't help me get through the day. And wine does help me get through the day. <laughs> you do love your wine, that's for sure. <laughs> I do love my wine. I, I think it's beneficial. <laughs> so I have to tell everybody, to the listeners, Linda was one of the Army Wives in a book that I um, co-authored called 12 Army Wives Give the Best Advice They Never Got. And the book did very well. And you can still find it on Amazon if you're um, interested in looking that up. It's called 12 Army Wives Give the Best Advice They Never Got. There are three uh, co-authors. Actually, one really didn't do that much work. The other two did all the writing. And actually, the, the wives, like Linda, you pretty much wrote your own story. It just got edited and um, fixed around a little bit. But the wives did most of the work for this book, and I, I was so proud of that project, and it was so much fun to do because I learned so much from the wives and the different lifestyles, you know, the blended families or, like you, the older wife, a younger spouse, how people react to you, and, um, and you were very candid about that. It was just so well done, so... Again, thank you again, oh, it's, Linda. It's fun every day. In fact, um, I, I, it's funny, I was thinking about this recently because being a military spouse, sometimes you think you're going one place and then they change your orders and you're going somewhere else. So I'm a right. member of military wives in Kentucky, um, Hawaii, and Washington now, JBLM, Joint Base Lewis-McChord. And I'm reading so much about these wives who are young, and they need this book. And I was just thinking about you because I thought we need to start um, putting that out there again. Um, issues Promoting that they're having, it, yeah. Yes, issues that they're having. I mean, bless their hearts. They're not used to their husbands being away, and um, they don't know what to do. And some of them don't know anyone. And I think this book, again, I'm going to, you know, put it out there that you can get it on Amazon because I think it would help them a lot. And especially now because they can't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the even more part. frustrated. It, yeah. And I think the stories in there all can resonate with someone there. I mean, there's 12 different spouses and each one had a completely different story. You know, there's dual um, military families where both of them get deployed at the same time. So it's just crazy how they, how they worked through all that stuff and the moving. I mean, all of us have had to move how many times and we understand it, but yeah, like you said, the young people don't get it. It's very difficult. It's a difficult life, but it's so much fun. God, what a great, great life to live. I love it. Um, My husband thinks that um, I should start a show called military hoarder wives because he thinks (laughs) I'm a hoarder because I don't get rid of anything as we move. 
And we have moved from <laughs> homes that are 3,300 square feet to an apartment that was 892. So <laughs> I always have a storage or I have a garage full of things that I know I'm going to need at the next place. So right Colleen now, Texas. I have, I'm sorry? Colleen, Colleen, Fort Hood, Texas. Fort Hood, that's Texas. Where, that's then, where we met, but that was a small house for you, wasn't it? Yes. Do you remember? I had a, You had to sign a document, and when you walked in, you wouldn't sue me if something fell on you or you bumped into anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. But we had fun in that little house. Oh, my God. That was I such a good time. did. Yeah, you know, and such I'm a small good house time. again, um, a little bit bigger than that. We were in a small uh, house in El Paso because he was at the Sergeant Major Academy, and that was 800 and some square feet. And wow. I don't. And we had to get a storage. And he's like, if you can live with it for a year, live without it for a year, what do you need it for? I said, because when we go to the next place, we'll have a bigger house. So, and you know me and all my cooking things, and so that and yeah. just stuff. Yeah, and just for people out there, Linda is a phenomenal chef. Oh my God! And you got to get your book out well, there, girl. Uh, you know, Donna. Every day I think this is the day I'm going to do it, and it's only been 26 years I've been working on it. Um, <laughs> but it's so good. So, it's so good. I feel like maybe now's the time. And my son laughs at me because I'm like, Jimmy, I was going to do this. He goes, Mom, finish the book. I tried. Tell him I tried too. I've been. I kicked you in the ass for a couple years. I'm like, you got to do this book. It's so good. It's hilarious. I mean, there's some really hilarious parts in there that just uh, the recipes. Well, what I will tell people is that the recipes coincide with things that have happened in her life, and the titles of the recipes coincide with those stories as well. And it's very well done, Linda. Just I hope that one day you will put it out there because I think people it would be a hit. That would be a New York Times bestseller. Well, I'm a magnet for debacles. I will tell you that. <laughs> my life is a debacle. There is nothing that happens to me that my kids or somebody will say, oh, God, I wish we would have gotten that on tape. <laughs> You're a Lucy. I am a Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I want to let people know, too, that um, I think one of the things that brought us the closest together was when my daughter was in a very bad accident, um, and she was in the hospital in Arizona because the accident happened on the border of Arizona and California, and she was airlifted to a hospital in Phoenix. Um and Linda had called. We were there day and night, um, and it did the accident. It was a car that flipped over, and it severed off her right hand, and it was traumatic for everyone. And I mean, it was just awful. And so we were going through so much, and Linda had sent all this food over that came into the room, even with a bottle of wine. <laughs> we had a bottle of wine well. and wine glasses and all this food. And I, I mean, I cried when they brought it in because I was like, oh, my God, somebody just thought of us. And it was the most kind thing I think anybody, and I will never forget it. Till the day I die, I will never forget how kind you were and thoughtful that you knew that we were held up in this room and just couldn't get out to do anything. 
because um, we were by her bedside 24-7. But for you to do that was so wonderful. And those are the kinds of things that Linda does that everybody loves you for. I mean, you're just very thoughtful. So, again, thank you because that was one of the moments that completely changed my life and outlook on people, and that's the truth. Well, and I will tell you that your daughter, that's an inspiration. Amazing. She Amazing. is. She is. I don't know if you're following her on Facebook and their business and um, all the things I that she's doing her. now. I order some stuff, too, and I'm getting ready to order a couple more things. Um, I just can't oh, believe good. how well they're doing, and I share it everywhere. Oh, thank so, you. I'm still waiting so for my people cat. Are... I'm going to have to call her. Oh, a dream built boards hat. Dream built boards. I can't even talk today. Dream. So, for people that are wondering, if you go to Facebook and type in dream built boards, B O A R D S, um, there's a website filled with all kinds of their their stuff is beautiful, and they make things for just about anything, and they can make things uh, special order. Um, they engrave things. I mean, it's just their stuff is incredible. She's actually designing some boxes right now, boxes and charms for um, my girlfriend, Gina, because she has a company called Onward by Faith. And so uh, Brittany's designing all that stuff for us right now. I'm really excited to launch that fairly soon, along with the radio show with that, too. So it's very interesting, but Brittany has her hand in all this stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So what else is going on, Linda? Any good stories? Oh, Lord. I haven't really thought about anything. Um, I should have. I should have been ready for this. I was more concerned you like that sing? I chipped my tooth. I haven't <laughs> been singing. Um, I was. I said, as I, we chatted earlier, I said, I'm glad this isn't a visual thing, although, you know, I've always wanted to be a star, but. I chipped my tooth, and I thought, oh, thank God, because between that and, you know, as I said, I am a tad older than everybody, um, including my husband, as we mentioned. Um, Yeah, I was considered a cougar when I was young, when we met, but he actually pursued me, and now I call myself a turkey vulture. I still like to hunt, but I can't take down my prey. Thank God I have a brain, and he still likes me. <laughs> oh, my God, you're hilarious. You're beautiful, and I love when you guys take pictures together and post them. They're just darling. But you're right. I Like me, I, I look at the wrinkles in my face and my neck now, and I'm like, there's everybody saying, do a YouTube channel, do a YouTube channel. I'm like, I'm not going live. I like radio. I could be sitting in my underwear doing it. <laughs> and people wouldn't know. I could look like hell and no one knows, but I might sound pretty. <laughs> well, um, I don't know, and this probably will rub some people the wrong way, but I, and, and, and I have to apologize to some people, but when we were moving to a certain area, I was very concerned because I heard the crime rate was terrible. I won't mention the area. <laughs> um, so I decided maybe I should get a gun, which I've always been against them as far as having them at home, mainly because I'm a mom, right. I have kids, grandkids, whatever. But I decided to do that. So we, we, I went, I was in Idaho, and um, we went, I went and got my concealed carry. And, of course, I 
wasn't going to get a gun that was just a regular gun. So I got a Tiffany Blue weapon. Nice. It is Tiffany Blue. So I thought I heard a noise here one night, and I sleep kind of a la carte, if you know what I mean. Um, I don't wear anything, and my husband is away, and I thought I heard a noise, and I thought, oh, boy. So I get my weapon, and I'm going down the hall, and I start to think, and I think, look, if somebody shows up to get me, they're going to take either one look at my body and run or my gun and run. And neither of us going to be want to shot want to be shot with a Tiffany blue gun. So I figure if anybody breaks in, if they see that, I'm safe. <laughs> so what happened? Nothing. I don't know what it was. It was probably coyotes because we have a lot of those around here. And and yeah. I also learned that I'm not going to leave my room. I'm just going to sit there and wait for them to yeah, come Yeah, let get them me. enter and just shoot them. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> Why get up? Yeah, and then my husband, the work. my husband came home, and, and I had loaded my weapon myself with bullets, and we went out range shooting. And he looked at my gun. He goes, what did you do? I said, what do you mean? He goes, you put the bullets in backwards. I said, what? <laughs> he said, how did you get them in there? I said, I just put them in. They went in nice. I didn't have any trouble with it. He goes, they're facing the wrong way. This is a true story. He doesn't know how I did it, but I did. Oh, my. I, I'm better now, though. I'm better now. <laughs> you figured out how to use it, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I'm better with that now. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I used to shoot guns, but I don't have any in the house now. I just, right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess I, I, I guess everybody know, I should have, have the them now. Well, it's yeah. getting scary. You it know, is. people are knocking you know, themselves get... out with wine bottles. <laughs> Seriously. You know what? Did you see the Costco I... people fighting? Oh my God, was that insane? It's I mean, insane what it's. God, people, get, just stop! It's ridiculous. I, I just don't get why people are in such a panic. Every, I'm going to tell you something. Every time I've had to go to the grocery store and they say, "Oh, everything's out of stock," and this and that. Yes, there are a lot of things they don't have, but there's a lot of things they do have. You know, it's like these people, I watched these four ladies come out of Costco today and they had four cases of water. And I thought, aren't they limiting it to two? Because they came out with four. I thought, that's that's odd. So I don't know. People are just ridiculous. It's just, um, it's out of control. And I swear, and it reminds me of, do you remember those television shows? And I used to laugh at these people. They're like, we're setting up for the end of the world. It's going to be doomsday and everybody's going to be, you know, trying to steal from you and rob you and all this stuff like Mad Max almost, you know, and, you know, yeah. zombie apocalypse. And there were those shows where these people would build these hideaways and they grow their own food and everything. And I'm thinking, man, those people knew something we didn't because we all need to be doing that. The only thing I have been able to grow is a rosemary plant. 
and it's looking a little sad now. It's been alive for about seven months. So I'm not, um, I want to be that person, but I'm definitely not. I have to hire I'm, somebody I'm not to either. come in and tend my, tend my vegetables. Well, I, yeah, I need uh, the cleaning lady to dust mine off. Because <laughs> they are all fake. There is not one live plant in this house because I will kill it. I just don't have a green thumb. Now, Brittany and Trevor, they bought land in Texas, and they have all these plans laid out. They bought the um, wood to build these planters, and they're going to grow all their own food and, um, you know, self-sustain if they ever have to. They are incredible. And with the things they're teaching the kids are, I mean, that's a wealth of information for them for the rest of their lives because – Oh, it will come down to that. It will end yeah, up I coming down too. to the fact. Yeah, it's it's frightening. I mean, for real. So, anyways, well, Linda, this has been fun. I'm so glad you got to call in. I miss chatting with you. We always laugh and oh, have me such a too. good time. Yeah, well, we'll have to do another show coming up soon. We've got lots of slots Absolutely. that we can chat. And we'll, this time we'll pick a subject. <laughs> I awesome. We can do that. I'd love it. All right. I love you, girl. Thank you so much. And love I hope you, you have too. a great Take rest care. of your afternoon. Okay, bye bye. I will. Everyone, thanks for tuning in, everyone. That's just it's always so much fun to catch up with old friends and especially military family friends. Uh it's just a great time. And I hope that everyone is paying attention to um, what everyone is telling you about the coronavirus, please listen to them. They are telling you what you need to do so this doesn't get out of control. You can uh, go to uh, defense.gov, which is the Department of Defense website. Um, they are working closely with the Department of Health and Human Services and State Department um, to de- in dealing with the coronavirus outbreak. And the other thing you can go to as well as the World Health Organization, they give you so much information, and that's worldwide. Um, You can actually look up the countries and see what's happening there now. Um, They have news, and um, if there's any emergencies coming up, they will post them there as well. So please check out those websites, and have a great rest of your afternoon. And to those people who said they were going to call in, I'm so sad you didn't. I wish you would have. We would have had a blast. We will do another show like this in the next couple of days, so look for that, and I would love to have you guys call in. Thanks, Emil, everyone.